The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to You're Gonna Love Me, the podcast where we open the eyes, the ears, and the hearts of anyone who has judged or been judged. Well, hopefully. I'm your host, Katie Maloney. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to an all new episode. Today, I have with me the one and only Dana Keithen. Hello there. <laughs> and back. just like that, we're podcasting just again. Just like that, we are podcasting again to talk about and just like that because I have so many thoughts and feelings. Thoughts on thoughts on thoughts. As many people do. People are so opinionated about this show. I've literally got to the point where people are like, so have you been watching and just like that? And just by the way they ask me, I'm like, yes. And I don't want to talk about it. No, it's gotten to the point (laughs) where I feel like I have to like very carefully listen for those in the room who might agree with me, like might like it. So I'm like, yeah, I've watched it. Like, I love it. I think it's great. And people hate it. And I don't know why. Yes. For the record. We did a podcast before we had watched it to kind of, I don't know if you listened to it, but to sort of talk about what we loved about Sex and the City and what we were, you know, looking forward to or hoping for this reboot. But we are fans and we are loving this show, contrary to a lot of people that are not loving this show. No, and I can't, we haven't even talked about it offline that much. So I can't wait to hear what you have to say about what people are so (laughs) fired up about. Because I think they're doing a great job. I've been defending this tooth and nail. So, I mean, let's just talk about some of the big things that people um, are having major issues with. Mm -hmm. So I think the first and biggest one was uh, this, I'm not even going to say spoiler, because if you haven't watched it or you don't know, then too bad for you, but we're going to talk about some things. So uh, the biggest one started with Big's Big's death. Big death. Big Big had a big death. I think a lot of people were affected by it because he was obviously a huge, you know, character through the entire, you know, series and in the movies, you know, married to Gary, the whole thing. And so a lot of people were upset about it. I mean, it was, it was shocking. It was sad to see him die. You know, I was a big, big fan. Well, and also we were speculating on the last episode that we did that who was going to die because we had seen some behind the scenes stuff of a funeral being filmed. Mm -hmm. I did not think it was going to be big. No. So I was shocked. I was like, wait, what is happening right now? At first, when they were joking about the hot Peloton instructor, I was like, is he about to go out to dinner with another woman? Like that's, I was like, could tell something bad was coming. And then I was like, oh my God, they're killing big. I know. The first episode, they're killing him. I God, I was gutted by that. But the the thing, the biggest issue that people were having with it was Carrie's reaction to it. And and there was all kinds of controversy about how, she didn't call 911 or she could have saved him. And my issue with that is that she wasn't supposed to. <laughs> like, why, why, why are we trying to rewrite the show? Like, can we just accept that? Like, there's an entire series we're supposed to watch and he was not supposed to be in it, y'all. I, <laughs> to like, be fair, I think the last, I don't know the stages of grief very well. I've been through them, but I'm pretty sure acceptance is like the last one. So I may be still in the denial part of it because like, <laughs> When it happened, I was truly screaming at my TV and obviously she wasn't going to save him. He was going to die. I even had a friend that said to me, like, I think that she knew what they were trying to display is like he was dying. This was his last moments on earth and she just wanted to hold him. 
And I'm like, okay, that could be part of it. But yeah, I was like, get your fucking phone out. But you're right. It's a show. And why are we trying to control? And also who's the writer? Darren Starr. No, the, the, the director. Oh, Michael Patrick. Yeah. Thank you. He was describing as it wasn't 10 minutes. It wasn't even five minutes. It wasn't even, it was a moment suspended in time. It was like, it was a split second. It wasn't, it wasn't a drawn out period of time. It wasn't a minute. It wasn't anything. It was was literally a moment suspended in time. It felt long because, but that's the best. It felt long because they wanted to evoke emotion from an audience. This is how, this is how Hollywood works. Everybody. This is how (laughs) showbiz baby. This this is how showbiz work. This is how they get you to have, feelings and emotions when you're watching a movie it wasn't a long time it was a moment well and also I think they did a good job of conveying if you walked in and your partner your long-term partner was on the floor dying Mm -hmm. like that's how that moment would feel for you it would feel like an eternity and then also like I think it was actually really true to real life and obviously the last two years have been a total clusterfuck of showing like people die unexpectedly sometimes so we were hoping it was going to be this oh back to 2008 and they get their fairy tale ending and whatever but That's not life. Like, and that's not the show that we've been watching. Right. We don't, we don't, Sex and the City was never like, and dial 911 and ha- like, that's never been that show. I would like to assume that when it faded to black, she picked up the phone and dialed 911. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, let's just assume that's, that, that was what happened, but that's never, those, th- those types of things never happened on this show. Do you know what was the hardest part about that for me? And it might've been in the second episode, but it's related when they do that quick flashback to him. I know exactly what it was. It was the second season. I'm pretty sure it was the, the first or second episode. It was when she was out with the new Yankee mm-hmm. and she was like saying how she had been seeing him around town kind of in her mind. And then it was the first time they actually saw each other after their first breakup. And he walked up and said, she looked great and then walked away. And then he slowly turned and looked back and like time was suspended for her in that moment. Oh. I sto- I started sobbing. Cause I was like, That was the perfect one snippet to show him alive after that, that like really got to me. Like, holy shit, it's over. Yeah. Big is gone. Do you know what I'm talking? Did you not feel the same way when you saw that clip? I mean, I didn't didn't think about that until now. Oh my, oh my God. I was like, it like gutted me. I was like, what a like perfect, like how much she was in love with him. And obviously it wasn't when things were perfect, but like, and it was so his energy and that good suit and like Mm -hmm. the way he used to look at her and she's never going to look at her like that again. (laughs) <laughs> why you gotta do this to us right now dang i mean but i just think it's like it's a show like the purpose of this was just to watch carrie go on another journey another season of her life that didn't involve big so this is what the decision that they made and we're going to just accept it and move on and not challenge it the the issue that i'm having with everyone's issues is challenging every step of the way also the show is called and just like that it's not called sex in the city so i actually also think that that's part of it people are comparing it and that's why they're getting so upset but like i actually like what they're doing for her because this is her next chapter like it's not sex in the city they're in a different place in their life their next chapters so the well it's not all of them because one of them is not here so the other issue that people are having with this new series is that samantha's gone and i'm sad about that as well I think Who isn't sad about that? Collectively, we are all really upset that Samantha is not there. And and it's it's felt. It is felt. I mean, I I do feel like it it's missing completely. You know? And as much as they, they do they do have some other fillers and characters, like they always have I'm not comparing it to Sex and City, but you know, that was a theme 
in that mm-hmm. series as well. It is felt that she's not there. So I speculated, and maybe you did too, when we were talking about it on the last one, because we knew there was a funeral coming based on what we had seen behind the scenes. We were yeah. like, is it going to be Samantha? And I actually love what they've done with her. And I think people have been really hostile about it because they're like, they're doing her dirty and whatever. Oh my God. I think it was actually the perfect thing they could do for her to not kill her, but she's not there. So they have to do something. And there was a lot of rumors that behind the scenes, there were some money disputes and maybe some bad blood, which obviously none of us want to believe because we want to believe they're four best friends. They didn't get along. Yes. But I think that like, I I get why they did it. And I think it was actually a really smart choice. And I think it's super open-ended. I love that, even though I, I didn't want them to kill her off, but I thought, okay, well, like how else are they going to explain her absence? Because if she's still existing in the world, like why wouldn't she be here? But I'm loving that she's just, she's still in the world and she's just not there. And, and having an estranged kind of strained friendship with the ladies does leave it sort of open-ended because there could be reconciliation and she could come back hopefully and I think honestly maybe Kim Mitchell's watching and seeing the re- mm-hmm. you know the response to people dying to have her mm-hmm. back and she's like shit maybe she can name her price maybe the writers and producers are like damn like we're we really need her back and maybe she can come back but I don't I don't think everyone's like oh so what Carrie fired her as her publicist and this is what caused everything I'm like oh my god you guys you're you're it's not that deep you're taking it too seriously you're it's not that deep way too it's seriously it's like maybe yes and they're like well so London so she if a big funeral she would come back I'm like maybe not but that's not an option right (laughs) why you gotta do this okay but also if anything I thought that was like a good touch that she had sent flowers like I I I think Samantha would send flowers Samantha, Samantha was also a very prideful woman I think she was very prideful woman and also we have talked about this on your podcast before outside of Sex and the City that friendship breakups are sometimes much harder than romantic breakups. 100%. So I think that they're all people aren't looking at it through that lens. And I think that even on, maybe it was the last episode when she was texting her, I like that there's still been a little bit of texting. And she kind of goes her, but did you not like crack the biggest smile when she told her, hey, I talked about the diaphragm thing on the show. And she was like, <laughs> yes. oh, I love that your vagina is getting air airtime. Like it was so in her voice. I like thought she yes. was texting Samantha. Yeah, when she said that was the greatest moment. She was like, one of my finest hours. And, the, yes, the, and like Carrie's smile, I'm like giddy. I'm like, oh, like it's like you're flirting. And then she goes, but here is my hope, prayer, prediction that is probably so out there. It's not going to happen, but this is what I would love to see happen. Let's just say that Kim Cattrall is watching it. She loves it. She's seeing all the hype. She's like, knows that she's missed. And I also heard a rumor that she had actually agreed to do another project and that project fell through. But by the time it fell through, they were almost done filming. That's what put this in my head. I'm like, okay, if that is the case and they keep this open and keep it going a little bit, what if they did a quick shoot, private shoot that no one knew about and it was her walking into a room and Carrie looking up and just going... And then it cut to black oh and then we have God. to wait till next season. Like, would you die? I have full body chills right now. I would die. I would die. I would die. I would die. Well, okay. Not to go full back into the whole big of it all, but after whatever, I think what a couple episodes had aired, there was a lot of news that broke on him about mm-hmm. some women coming forward that he had, you know, sexually assaulted them, which is really horrific. Horrific. I'm separating the big and the Chris Noth. I, you know... I don't support Chris Noth as a human. No, I, I stand with um, women. I know you stand 100%. with women. 100%. believe so women. So I just, so. I want to make that abundantly clear that I'm not like praising Chris Noth right now because he could go to hell. He got to go. Um, Big is a fictional character. So, and Peloton had released that whole thing because they were, <laughs> their stocks were like plummeting. Well, they were already, I think, plummeting in, in 
right. other reasons because everyone has already owned a Peloton. But Peloton <laughs> because big diet after his Peloton ride. And so um, Big did that Peloton like commercial thing on social media. Which before we knew about everything, we were like, <laughs> wow, we what knew. a smart ploy on Peloton's like, oh, yeah, it was ad, fantastic. Whatever. Yes. And then, yeah, within a day or two, all these, these stories were breaking about him. And even to the point where now there's like rumors that they don't want to renew and just like that for another season. I'm like, but... But his, he's dead. His character's dead. It's gone. Like he's he's not. He's no longer like on the show. I mean, so thank like, God he's not. Like we're all glad about that. We believe these women. We stand with these women. But like yeah. he's not on the show now. Great. So why? Goodbye. So why would every like why would an entire show and people's jobs be compromised for somebody that's no longer on it? I don't know. I don't. I don't understand that part of it. And I <laughs> totally and I agree with you. But I'm hoping that's just rumor because we've heard a lot about this show. Some is true. Some is not. So yes. I think we're all glad he's not on it. Maybe based based on what came out. Yeah. So it's a good thing that Big died. With that said, hopefully that is speculation and rumor that the show is not going to get canned and, I would, and can I come back so for another sad. season. I would be so I would be sad. So, people are giving it such a hard time. I really like it. They're giving such a hard time. But again, everyone just is like, they've just done, they did Samantha Dirty and people have such an issue with Miranda and I, I really don't. And this, I think this has probably been one of the biggest issues that people have had. I'm so excited about this. Pour yourself a glass <laughs> of Chablis. We have so much to fucking unpack here. Pop I'm a bottle, t- baby. I'm totally with Katie. I agree. So you go first because I, yeah, I'm really upset the way that people are responding to her. I, this is, this is where I get into the most debates with people about Miranda. They just cannot fathom that someone who in the late nineties and early two thousands, when things were not progressive at all, (laughs) right. But she was so progressive would not be so progressive now. And I'm like, do you don't understand that sometimes people just stop at a certain point. People just sort of stop progressing in technology, in life in social, like Mm -hmm. in cultural, they just, they do stop. You understand. And especially a woman who has a kid. And I mean, I don't, I can't speak for every woman and every person that has a kid. Like those things in life happen. Right. And and we're kind of seeing that in her character now that she's sort of like, she's, she quit her job. She's sort of, she's having like a whole sexual awakening. Like clearly she's been living in like a bit of a funk funk. So mm-hmm. I think it's very clear that she, she stopped progressing, right? Her life was in a bit of a, a stalemate, if you will. So no. And I, I know she had her Blackberry and she had her email, but like, I don't, I don't really think those things are indicative of being like constantly on the edge of, of, of it all. And they want to talk about her not knowing how to deal with like when she's talking to about like certain things pertaining to like race, when she's talking about like uh, her professor's hair and all of that, I'm like, I think that's perfectly indicative of a woman and she's a affluent white woman living in a city. We've seen microaggressions of her way back in the show. Which we touched on when, when they, when they even like Sarah Jessica Parker as Sarah Jessica Parker now says like, holy shit. Like we look back and are like cringe for it's some of the cringe. things. We, it's totally cringe. We, that in, scene, in the, yeah. I, I had, I, it took me a long time to watch because I kept having a fast forward. I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Like each step of it was worse than the last. But I think that was the point. All these things that people are taking issues with, I'm like, I think these are all on purpose. These are supposed to be cringy. This isn't bad writing. This is this is supposed to make you go, yikes, yikes. 
it's supposed to make you feel yikesy, like because it is yikesy. I think that's that's. I think it is. This is where they are at in their life. I think honestly, when Miranda in the movie when she was finding a an apartment downtown, she was like, "Oh, white man with a baby," like gentrifying a neighborhood. Like this is Miranda. I think people that are having issues with it who identify themselves as Miranda's don't want to think that they are capable of these things. Mm -hmm. That's why you're having an issue with Mm -hmm. it. Simple as that. Totally. I mean, I love Miranda and I like, I like relate to her as a friend and uh, that she is to her friends and all those things. But like, we need to like be honest with ourselves. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Like they're not doing Miranda dirty and she's, it's not like she's not capable of these things because she absolutely is. Well, and I think there's a lot going on with Miranda too. I think it's really dynamic. I mean, enter Che. Che Diaz, also super controversial. Let me say first and foremost, like I get it. Che has like big dick, non-binary energy. Yeah, I don't know how else to put that. They are just, I get it. Like I get why Miranda would be drawn to them and think that they're hot and different. And the way they met was contentious, which I thought was funny too, because Miranda can be- (laughs) Rambo. Rambo. Miranda (laughs) can be combative. And now that nickname is like, whatever, but she can be combative and like that, that wouldn't, surprise me if she met someone like that and then took a step back and they had someone in common and, and ended up liking each other. So I actually think that that was also a prediction I had made before the season started. So it's not surprising me to see how that has progressed, but I think that she is just going and, and like the drinking, I mean, and that was such a bummer to watch even the first episode when she goes to the bar before class and then it's the little Tito's bottles and whatever. And I was like, they're definitely laying the groundwork for a drinking problem, but that brings us to the scene in the apartment. And I think the whole thing is very important from when Carrie was asleep to the conversation they had when Carrie woke up. All right, we're going to take just a short break. So you may have seen me post about this clean wine brand that I just love so much. It's Aveline. And it was founded by my friend, Catherine Power and her friend, Cameron Diaz. They got together one day for a glass of wine and began questioning what it was that they were putting into their bodies. And I personally had no idea that wine is one of the most unregulated industries in the world. There could be up to 60 chemical additives in your average glass of wine. That is scary. (laughs) But Aveline wines are transparently produced. They share all of their ingredients and nutritional facts so you can make the best decision for yourself. They keep unnecessary additives out of their wines like colors, concentrates, and added sugars. And they are made with 100% organic grapes. And my favorite part is Aveline wines have zero grams of sugar per glass. Yes. (laughs) And their whole mission behind Aveline is to make clean, delicious wines accessible for everyone so we can all feel confident knowing what is in our glass. I personally love their red. It is so delicious and so easy to drink, (laughs) might I add. And, you know, I like to stock up when I go so I have a bottle ready to go for a cheeky glass of wine in the evening or, you know, a couple on the weekend or sometimes more than that. But... That's for me to know, not you. Anyways, um, you can try Aveline Wines when you use my code KDM15 for 15% off at drinkaveline.com um, or where you can get any other wines or pick up a bottle at a store near you. Aveline is sold in 47 states nationwide. Y'all, these wines are so delicious. You're going to want to try them all. 
Um, highly, highly recommend. Again, um, try their wines for 15% off when you use code KDM15 at drinkaveline.com where you can get any other wines or pick up a bottle at a store near you and enjoy everyone. All right, let's get back to the episode. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Subscribe so you don't miss any of the amazing conversations to come. New episodes of With Wit are available every Tuesday on all platforms. So when Miranda was taking care of Carrie after she had her surgery and Shay comes to visit Carrie, but Miranda and Shay end up having a little bit of a romp in the kitchen and then Carrie witnesses the entire thing and Carrie calls her out massively and Miranda just kind of breaks down and says, I'm not happy in my marriage. Mm. I haven't been, I'm going through the motions. Mm -hmm. And then Carrie calls her out on the drinking and, and Miranda says kind of something that I think we all can relate to that we've all been drinking too much. I just haven't stopped. I mean, I thought it was so real. I actually also think that the way they've tied in COVID was not too much, but like they've acknowledged it in certain ways. And like, Mm -hmm. I love how she said that. She's like, during quarantine, we were all drinking a fuck ton. Like, I know I was Mm -hmm. like, and then she basically said like, I never stopped. And I, it just really tracked for me in a lot of ways of her being honest with herself. And here's the thing, the problem I have in that scene is also more so with Carrie. So Carrie gets up for a nap. They're like hooking up and it's, there's parts of it that are cringe and kind of corny, but then also it's like, we knew it was coming. And I'm not going to say I was like happy about the noises she made. That's her (laughs) choice. That's her energy. That's fine. Like each person needs to find their own cum noise. But after that, Carrie like doesn't scream. I don't know if I were you and we were sitting in this room and you were napping and I was helping you after surgery. It's basically a room. It's a studio. And you looked over and saw me having sex with your boss in the kitchen. Wouldn't you be like, Dana, like I, I wouldn't have just been like Miranda and like peed in a bottle. I would have screamed at her and told her to stop. Yeah. yeah but that's, that's her being like the ultimate victim of it all. Totally. Like, like I'm going to just, I'm going to be so pathetic right now. Mm-hmm. I, I know she just had like surgery, but it's like throw something. Well, she didn't even try. She went Miranda. She didn't even, I'm sorry. Miranda, I would have, I would have been absolutely screaming and be like, are you fucking kidding like, me? Throw something like take, take the snap a bottle and throw it against the wall to or get attention. If you're going to pee in the bottle, leave it on the floor. Why'd you put it in your hand and lean back on the bed? Like, I'm sorry. That was all just kind of like interesting choices. <laughs> That's what I mean, it was just being like the utmost pathetic version of yourself. People you chalk it up to the pills and whatever. And then also I like felt from Miranda. I mean, I, I think that I personally don't care what I was on. I probably would not have been in that situation with my friend in the other room and whatever, but like you could see how much it rattled her and how much it tapped into something that she had probably been fighting. And then I think it made her be honest with Carrie. I think that's why that happened. It left her with no choice. Yeah. Miranda. Yeah. So that was super interesting. But yeah, I think that Miranda's really getting the shit end of the stick with how people are treating her and reacting to what she's going through in her journey. So, I mean, cause it's, it is probably the most of, of all the journeys. Hers is the most, I don't know, like, what would we call it? I don't know if it's like real or challenging or different. Like, I, I don't know, but she, yeah, I she's. Just, well, I, something I also have to constantly point out to people is that this, it's not been four years. 
It's been right. it's been nearly two decades. There was the right. movies since the show ended, but it's been a really long time. And everyone's like, why are we acting like these people are like suddenly old? I'm like, they're trying to really kind of like, and, and it might be a little too on the nose or in the face, but like if it feels like, oh, they're really hammering it in that they're so out of touch. And I'm like, because they are. They're no longer 35, 40. Like they, they are, they're trying to really point out that there is a generational gap between where mm-hmm. they were and where they are now. Like they want, they want you to, they want you to know that this is an entirely different season in their lives. They, they're in a different place. They have different thoughts, different feelings, different opinions. Right. And I also think that people are quick to say that when like, let's, for example, say it's like a 31, 32, 33 year old having that opinion, but then you show that same 31, 32, 33 year old, a TikTok from a 16 year old and like, they don't get it. And they're like, Oh, what is this? Blah, blah, blah. So like, I think that we're just looking at it from the perspective of they should be where we are, but we are where we are because we're in the generation we're in. They're in a different generation. I'm speaking about people our age, but like even people older, they just, I think they're just tying them to this, who they were in 2003. Where were you in 2003? I was a junior in high school. I was 13. Like, what do you, we're all so different since the show ended. So I think that that's why they didn't try to call it Sex in the City. They're the not next the chapter, same people anymore. It's not the same people. That's, that's, it's not that's the same I'm thing. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, they're not the same people anymore. So I think you're, you're, you're trying to keep them in the same box that they were back then. And so for you to call it terrible writing and like Miranda would never do this. Miranda's not the same Miranda anymore. Right. Carrie's not the same Carrie anymore. Well, Carrie, why is Carrie acting like she doesn't know how to podcast? She would absolutely know what a podcast is. Why does Miranda say she can't get into podcasts? She would be listening to This American Life by now. I'm like, maybe not. Maybe not. Carrie, maybe, Carrie's been writing books this entire time. Carrie was bad at technology back in the day. Can we also talk about that real quick? (laughs) Carrie didn't have a cell phone until like the very end of the show. And that was like a thing that, and remember when she first got her email? Like she was the last one to do, she didn't get any of that. So like- I don't know why it's such a so surprise like She to would have absolutely been into radio by now. I'm like, no, I think it's been established that she's been mainly an author this entire time. And she's just now doing podcasting. And they're kind of trying to show that like the people that she's working with, like Che and her other co- co-hosts are the generation that was her back then. Yes. And showing the 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 sort of the yes. juxtaposition is is where, what it is and how she's fitting in and getting her sort of footing in all of that. Mm-hmm. It's really not that hard. It's not that deep. Mm-mm. People are really trying to, they're trying to Grasping really, at straws, AF. The mental gymnastics are unreal mm-hmm. that people are going like, why can't you just enjoy this? It's a fun show. It's the same thing as Sex and the City was. Like, I'm enjoying it. You want to enjoying like, it. I think it's just, it's too woke. I'm like, you don't have a problem with the new gossip girl. That shit's woke as fuck. Right. And it's, it's a reboot. It's and I enjoy I'm enjoying that show as well. Because guess what? The old one, the original one, was problematic as well. The original Sex and City, problematic yeah, as well. Do so they if, want, if a show wants to exist right now, it has to fit in where we're where we are socially. Do that's do, why. Do, do people want it to be problematic? Do they want and just like that to be as problematic as Sex and the City was? Is that what would that make them more comfortable? <laughs> it's like, what do you want from these I, people? I don't know. No, they don't, because then because then they'd cancel it. Right. <laughs> I'm very constantly confused by the opinions. The opinion brigade. Anyways, um, God bless Miranda. I'm pulling for her. I'm I'm enjoying Charlotte very much as well too because she's surprising me because she you know I don't think it was always that she was uptight or anything like that. I mean she was always much more of a traditional type type of gal, but to see her be so open and accepting of rock, I'm loving that storyline. I know 
it is really sweet. I mean, I, I know that Harry's having a bigger problem with it or slightly bigger problem, but I think it's, it's a bigger transition for Harry. I think that Harry's just taking a little more time. Like, yes. I just think that he is maybe less understanding, but wants to be. I think he's just, it's a big change for him. So I he's think, responding to it in that way. I think he's having a harder problem because he feels like other people are hearing about it before, mm -hmm. you know, like he feels yes. left out, I think. Yes. I think that that's one of like, I mean, Charlotte, I would call her uptight, but I'm much more of a Samantha. So like, I think that that was always her bag. She's very traditional. Like I was just watching a rerun the other day when she dates that guy who's uncircumcised and she's like very upset about it. And she's <laughs> like, I like aesthetics. So like, I think that I wouldn't have been surprised if she just had a problem with it and told Rock, this is a phase. You don't know what you're talking about. I think you're confused, whatever. But I think that she's come from a place of just really trying to understand and be supportive and do what is best for her child and make sure that Rock knows that they're loved no matter what happens. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so wonderful to watch. And Lily having Rock's back being like, yeah, it is. No one cares. What are you talking about? Which also shows how kids are now. Like, yeah, no one cares anymore. Like it's such a different environment for people to be who they are, whatever gender, sexuality, whatever you identify with, which has also been really cool to see. But people still have a problem with Charlotte because Charlotte is now being an unproblematic queen, but like, that's not enough. Cause now she, you know, her face, she's, she hasn't aged oh, no. um, according to how people would prefer her to age because can we just, as a society in whole, I don't care if it's sex in the city or anything. Can we stop talking about other people's plastic surgery, lack thereof, whatever. And it, because it's always women, no one was talking about the differences in Chris Noth, in Steve, in, or excuse me, in big, in Steve, would any of the male cast look like? No one cares. Mm -mm. But then everyone's commenting on Carrie, on Charlotte and her alleged fillers, whatever, and different, you know, Miranda's hair. Like women aren't allowed to age in our society. So like, no. so then if they choose oh, to make it- Well, they aren't. They are, but they aren't. They can't age gracefully. Right. Or if they do, then they've had fillers. But if they get filler, you look like you've but had a you little too filler, much work done. Then you have too much work done or like, but it's just- or even if you don't, then you did. And it's just like, like constant, like, I mean, I hear it even myself. I've gone too overboard with the filler. I've only ever had filler in my lips. What the fuck are people talking about? Like, it's enough. Same. Don't speculate on what people have done. Like, just don't do it. Don't say anything. Either say, say you look great or say nothing. Say you look great or say nothing. Like, I feel like you, you just be a much better person. Like, I promise you, no one, your life isn't going to be any worse if you just don't make a nasty comment about someone and their appearance. Yeah. And, but it is women who have to deal with that so much more. Yep. So how stressful for her that, and I feel so bad for Kristen Davis. I'm sure that she's seen all that was the main takeaway for, for Charlotte was how Kristen Davis looks. And I think that's a big fucking bummer and a big mm -hmm. miss. I think she looks beautiful. She looks great. The nitpicking. Nitpicking. Like, why do people want this to fail? Like they want it to be bad. People want everything to fail. They want it to be bad. I'm like, this show is great. Look at it for what it is. My friend, Randy, who just, she got caught up. She was like the last one and she, and she texted me about it. And I thought she was gonna be like, Oh, I hate it. She's like, I love it. Why does everyone hate it? And I was like, I think it's great. I don't get it. So I don't know. Someone, someone had a big problem with Che because they're like, she's not funny. I'm like, so <laughs> Like, and well, and but even but maybe but like, some she's people supposed, think she's supposed to be a, she's supposed to be a really like successful comedian. I'm like, okay, well, I don't really think that like is the issue. Like, yeah, like I think that's that's the idea is that like in this world, she is a very successful comedian. That's also subjective. It's yes. Can, I'm sorry. There's a million comedians that are really successful that I don't <laughs> think are funny, and then I do, and like I think that's so stupid to be caught up on that. If you don't think they're funny, then great. Don't. That's I know. Fine. But I was like, it was a weird hang up. Weird hang up. <laughs>
weird hang up. Anyways, and then we had Natasha Najinsky, which I cannot believe, we cannot believe that Najinsky is her actual last name because when Carrie was referring to Natasha as Najinsky, we thought she was just like being patronizing towards her. Literally, back in the day, I thought it was so funny and perfect. We're like, obviously, when she's like, or Najinsky or whatever her name is, when they're getting lunch and Big tells her they're engaged, it's so funny because it's obviously like a duration of a name that you would, if you didn't like someone, you were just trying to call them something. So I thought it was a flippant comment. And then when I saw it on the paper and her real name is Natasha Najinsky, (laughs) I was like, what a random and funny callback. Do you think they just, like she was actually just calling her Najinsky and they're like, let's just say that's her last name. Yes, 100%. I think that they look back and like, wouldn't that be funny? And like, they'll know, they're like, the true fans will know. Only true fans will. Even like Susan Sharon being at Big's funeral, like- Yes. Unmistakable voice, Susan Sharon. I was like, that was one for the real ones. That was one for the OGs. That was one for the OGs. Am I the only one that remembered what a dick he was to her? I was like, (laughs) fully would be me. So, (laughs) so negative. You gotta love some Susan Sharon. Gotta love some Susan Sharon. Oh my gosh. How do we feel about Stanford and his exit? It was a little like abrupt, right? So I don't totally know. I thought that they had wrapped filming when he died, but it sounds like maybe they hadn't finished filming and he, cause he passed away. I, I still don't know how he died. Like it seems sudden. No, I also read that they planned an exit for him. Mm. So he was like, people knew he was sick. Yeah, they knew he was sick. And so they were going to, like, they, they planned to do like a whole like scene with him and they, they and they, he didn't want to. Like, so like they, they like they actually, I, I'll have to find where I read this. So it like was this, it was planned this I way. I think that out of all the hangups, anyone being mad about that is so ridiculous. He I don't died. think anyone's mad about oh, that. I, I no, thought no, I read no, people were like mad no, about it. Oh, I don't think anyone's mad about that, but it just was kind of like, okay, like, but where else is he supposed to be? I mean, I, I don't know. I think that I, I just don't know what they were supposed to do with that. If you like know. he had to be somewhere and I think that they are having Anthony really jump in trying to fill that void. It's just so sad. Like Stanny was just such a big part of the show. It's I like Stanford more than I like Anthony. Of course. Who no, that's what I'm saying is it's like it will never be the same. I mean, they had a good dynamic together, but and like he was more Charlotte's friend, but now he's like a main part of their group. And yeah. it's like no, it's so not Stanford. Too aggressive. Too aggressive. I know. Stanford was just ugh, so sweet. R.I.P. So sweet. I miss, him. miss him. Very sad about that. And then how do we feel about Seema as an addition or how do you like her? I think that Seema is wonderful. I think she gives off real bad bitch energy mm-hmm. and it's just, and also look at her riding around in Maybach, like being <laughs> yeah. a badass real estate agent and she's gorgeous. And I yeah. like her dynamic with Carrie. I think that they came into each other's life in an interesting she way. She has Samantha vibes. She gives, she definitely gives Samantha energy. Yeah. What do you think of her? I'm very much into her. I like that when Carrie was throwing her little hissy fit about the picture frame she was just like well how about you and your own insensitivity bitch i loved what a read Ooh, i loved that so much because actually when carrie said that before they had that fight basically saying like well good for you for still trying because she's in her 50s and never been married or whatever when, when she was talking about dating and carrie's like well good for you for still trying when i watched it originally my mouth dropped i was like Ugh. And I didn't think that they were going to, I didn't think they were going to circle back on it, but I think I'm seeing that as a lens of like, I'm a single woman. And like it, mm-hmm. that just, it felt like a pity pat, like, Oh, good for you. When like, what are you talking about? Like, good for me. What is there, is there an age or a date or a time that yeah. I should just 
lay down and and die. Like, no, I, I love that the way she put that back to her is basically saying like, look, I'm sad for you, but I don't feel bad for you. You found the love of your life and you had some really good time with them and you make it seem like that is just not possible for me forever. And like, well, you're pretty brave to keep doing it. So I loved the way she stood up to her in yeah. that moment. And Carrie was just like, hmm. boom, mm-hmm. she got it. And then they had sushi and, they had sushi. and then now they're friends. Yeah. I love that dynamic. I do too. So do you have any like predictions for what you want to see? Besides maybe like Samantha showing up at the end. <laughs> I mean, Samantha, please, Kim Cattrall, please be listening to this podcast. Please come back. You're right. I would say that, I mean, that would obviously be the dream. I think it will be, I don't, I think there's only a few episodes left, which is crazy because I think it just started. I think there's like three or four. But there's supposed, Carrie, did we see like pictures of her like kissing some dude? So I was going to say that will be a big one. I think that dating after you've been with someone for so long, especially after they died, will be pretty interesting to follow. And like she liked her hot physical therapist. So it's not like she's just never wanting to be in love again. So like, I think- Wasn't he like 25 yeah, years old? No, not that she wanted to date him. I thought that more just showed oh, like- Okay, that she, she, that, she's horned up is basically what okay. I'm saying. All right, all right, all right. So I would say I, I do want to see that, how that plays out as far as her possibly dating again and just maybe coming a little more full circle of big is gone. And she, I think the last episode, she really got that. So like now what does my life look like? And grief takes time and whatever. But then also with Miranda- Steve is a factor in this too. So I'm, I'm hoping we see some honesty on her part to Steve of like, yeah. what is going on with her? Yeah. And Do you think she's going to like, is this thing with Shay going to be like, I don't, I don't think they're going to like be together. Oh, I think they are. You think oh, so? Oh, I think her and Steve are headed for a divorce. Well, I don't, I don't think her and Steve are going to stay together, but I don't know if like necessarily her and Shay are going to be together. I think Shay's a little too much of like, too happening, too much. I don't think, I don't see Shay as like, Cause even like after like they hooked up in the kitchen, Shay's like, "All right, I gotta go." DM me, bye. Get you later. Yeah, DM me. But I think I think like you know Miranda's like realizing something about herself and realizing that like there could be a whole new world out there that she maybe wants to you know. I think Shay might break her heart in that way. That's, like that's what I mean. Yes, so I, could, I don't. I, I don't. Could I don't see that being. A thing. I don't see that being a thing. I, I don't. And I and I think. I don't think Miranda's gonna stick around with Steve because I think she wants to go explore. Yeah, as she should. Uh, what about you? Do you have any other ones? Not, I think those, I had the same kind of similar ones as you. Um, that I'm, I'm wondering if we'll see any other, mostly Aiden. Is Aiden Ooh, gonna, I've, I've heard rumors that he filmed or people saw or some, so there's a possible there will be an Aiden, Aiden sighting, which like, that would be, okay. So, oh my, would be, oh my God. If Aiden was it'd divorced, be, it'd almost be like too much. If like Aiden wanted to pop back in, but it would if be he was agreed. divorced though, and big had died, <laughs> I don't know. I think I also have loved the little like outfit callbacks. That's been fun to see of like different pieces that we've seen throughout yes. the series. And then different random characters. So like that, I'm all looking forward to that. But oh my God, if Aiden came back. Just for like a little bit of a pop in, you know what I mean? But I'm I'm excited to see what happens and I really hope that we're gonna get another season. And if anyone that's listening knows Kim Cattrall, can you just like grease the wheels a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> Send it on over. Kim, we're desperate. Please come back. Everyone is desperate. It would just, you know, 
what we'll have to do a season recap at the end too. But I, I think it's great. Final notes. I am excited to see what happens next. And I think for what it is, they've done a super good job with it. So I think everyone needs to back the fuck yeah, up. Yeah. Calm that's, down. That's going to be just the rage text of the day is to everyone that's being super hater on the series. Like, Lighten the fuck up. Lighten the fuck like, up. It's I not that deep. Every, it's not that deep. It's not bad writing. Every decision that they're making with all the characters, I think has been very purposeful and, and I think is very truthful to, to who they are today. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. And also like, you're not a writer and you're not Cisco and fucking Eber either. So when did you become the expert? I think just everyone over the last well, like, couple- It's Yelp culture. Yelp happened and then everyone thinks they're a Michelin star chef. Like same thing. Like people just, everyone has an opinion about everything. Like well, everyone either became an expert on like a medical expert or an expert in the film and television world. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. congratulations. Here's your degree. <laughs> We're done with it though. Like goodbye. Be quiet. We'll just keep watching the show. You guys do whatever. Yeah. If you watch the original, it's a delight. Just let it be a delight. <laughs> exactly. Anyways. Well, that, uh, that felt like a release. Anyways. Cathartic. I feel better. I feel better. Anyways, if you want to watch it, it comes out on HBO Max on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. I highly suggest you do. Mm-hmm. And until next time, I love you, Dana. And I love all of you. And yeah, love yourselves. I love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to subscribe, leave a rating and review. Follow along on social at Music Kills Kate and tune in next week for an all new episode. 